Hey, what's up, y'all? Before we get started with the show, we're going to talk with some sponsors. We are here with Queer Global. So, hey, how are y'all doing? Introduce yourself. Great. Thank you. I am Darcy Holmberg. Doing well. I'm Deacon O'Connor. So, we were introduced to Queer Global because you all sponsored our very first live show last year during Pride Month in New York. We had a wonderful time, and so we're quite familiar, but the listeners may not be, so tell them about the company. Queer Global, we are a new organization. We are a website that's based on finding and making sure that we have a list of um, a dedicated community, uh, and we are connecting marginalized people within the LGBTQ plus community. Essentially, we just realized that there was no space for people to find all the resources that they needed when they were people of color, when they were differently abled individuals, and we're bringing together all of the possible resources that we can find to a single website so that people can find all the things they need to thrive in this community as a marginalized person. Okay. Is there a specific focus now? Our main focus right now is on developing our online platform. We want it to be adaptive and constantly be updated with fresh resources and instead of dead links. Uh, well, honey, that sounds like a position opening <laughs> or something. Y'all got some positions? Yes, we do. Well, all right. So tell me, what are you looking for? Right now, we're looking for a social media coordinator. Um, the most important thing that we want people to know is that there is not a formal education requirement to take this job. You do not have to have a college degree. It's a skill-based and a fit-based position. Perfect. So what does the position require as far as time and responsibility? Right now, we're looking for someone who can dedicate about 10 hours a week. Um, the responsibilities include analyzing content, if they have experience with SEO, Google Words, web content management. Um, we want to create infographics, social assets and templates for our organization and then begin you know establishing our look and our feel for the site is there going to be some type of training that they go through uh we, we would be having weekly and then monthly check-ins with uh the candidate who we think is correct for this and essentially that would be the training process as we kind of work together with them to build our online presence and really the only major um thing that we're needing for somebody is a passion for communication with the community and a decent amount of savvy for just navigating social media and creating um, a really branded voice that fits with what we're mm. going for. Okay, so that sounds awesome. So how can our listeners here at Marsha's Plate connect with Queer Global if they're looking for a job? They can reach out to us at social media at queerglobal.com. So I will put that information down in the bottom so you can check it out if you're interested in the position. Hit them up. I want to thank you for sponsoring this episode, Queer Global, and for being longtime supporters. Now, let's get back to the show. Cue the theme music. Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be 
join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Play. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Donna, I had looked at that um, clip you told to look at, but I looked at the ending. Like the complete I need you to finish eating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so I'm, can we not have Flavor Flame on any more trans talks like flavor she? Flame. Yes. You talking about Flame? Yes. Oh. She is so problematic. She was on the panel? Yes. She came in at the end. But the trade. I'm not the trade, but the Butch Queens was advocating for her, um, like in trans men that was wearing me out. It was so fetishy, and then she came, and when she hopped on, I was like, oh, because she knows she done hopped in Z Box. So I'm just like, you were giving very chaser vibes. Yeah. Exactly what trans men complain about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. As soon as that she come so on, funny. oh, I, I like the people that come on, but I really want to talk about the fellas. They was looking good. They looking like daddy. And that girl, don't do that. But the, the the thing about it is, this is the thing about it. The reason why they give, how can I say this? So people who are in, so th- that whole episode of what I don't know who shows it was. I think it was Jay, um, Derek Jay, whoever that other person was. Who, my thing about it is, they were trying to do a show for the trans community, and so they had a bunch of trans guests. And they, I think they were trying to show the diversity of guests, of, of type of trans thought in the community. And so because she's an outliner, that's like, a, and because she's popular. Like if she wasn't flame, like, and didn't have that big thing for, um, on Breakfast Club and, you know, all that all that shit that happened with Tiffany um, Haddish and Breakfast Club, that moment, they wouldn't have had her on there. She has, she has like a momentum, you know, she has like a buzz. So yes, let's have her on. So, and you know, she's trying to get, she's trying to suck her 15 minutes every chance, <laughs> every chance she get because, because you, the cis folks are not consistently going to fuck with you, baby. They're not, Nuh-uh. and you That's- have alienated yourself within the trans community. So, mm-hmm. girl, you yeah, you got an unpopular opinion, but what what <laughs> happens? To un- that's it. That's what's gonna go. <laughs> like the world, the, the heterosexuals, they're gonna tokenize you because you you align with how they think, but then they're gonna throw you right back away. Yeah. Just, and, like, oh yeah, this well, that's yeah. what I mean, like the cis people. Yeah, because yeah, even gay men be like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of gay men that feel the same way that she feel. Yeah, because they 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 have trans they trans folks, <laughs> and so yeah. they they gonna be just like the cis people and say, just like the cis het people and say, oh, she keeping it real. She's telling the truth because they don't believe trans people, and so when they hear when they hear a person like her who is a have a who has an out liars trans view you know i'm a man i'm still a man you got a deep 
you got to dig deep back into your masculinity and and like sounding like an old uncle, <laughs> which is what you know. You just of somebody Uncle Carl with titties. <laughs> you know, you somebody's old Uncle Carl with titties. <laughs> Un- Uncle Marcus from California, he a little weird, but you know. <laughs> You know, but you know, we just let him make it. You know, he was. You know, he had. A, he did a little, did a little something back in the day. He was a little something, but you know, that's what it is. But every, they're gonna feed into them. Like, oh yeah, um, just like straight folks, just like cis yeah. straight folks. They gonna say, oh, this one, this is the one. This one likes to keep it real because he likes to spew um the same logic. Oh, you always gonna be a man. It's always they. You can't change. You can't all. You can get all that surgery, but we know the real. We know what's really under there. Like it. Like we playing dress up. Like this is not serious. And so that's just who Flamero is. So I don't want to. And it's not that. It's not that. Um, I. I don't want her to not have a platform. I do. I don't. <laughs> I, I, that's legit. That's legit because it's harmful. It's harmful. But I don't know. I just feel like, you know, everybody is not going to agree. And so we can't throw everybody away just because they're not going to, they don't agree. Or their experiences of transness is not like ours or not like the majority of the community. Um, What I would want from Flame is her being very, very conscious of how harmful what she says is to our community and she always played this card like i always say a million times like she said on that show you'll say i'm speaking for myself but i'm not one of them crazy trannies y'all had up here before me like you 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 making us sound bad you make yeah, you not like you're the same one and the rest of us are loony loony bitch. yeah that's the harmful part you can say you can go up to the breakfast club you can go up to on on to this platform that she was on and say you know this is my opinion this is how i think about my transness and it's not conventional it's not what other girls but this is how i think about it but this is how the majority of trans folks think about it so these are two different we have two different experiences and really be clear and tender about now i know you're a comedian you want to make people laugh but some some i know when you're turning your jokes on and when you're trying to teach and so mm-hmm. sometimes when you're trying to teach you're not being tender enough with the audience that you are speaking to because and for and for yeah it's mm-hmm. just, I, I don't want to see her silent but i also wish that she but she's also an old dog you know you can't teach old dog new tricks and this is how she is and I know some, I know some old people that you, it don't matter how much you talk to them, they're not gonna learn nothing. They will say, "Oh, I'm still learning," just to be politically correct. I'm y'all learning. I'm learning new terminology, and I'm learning new things with you. They just say that to be shucking and jiving, and you know, just yeah. just just politically just a, correct. So but they're not really problematic. Learning. You're not absorbing. Yeah, you're not absorbing anything for real, for real, and applying it because that's intellect. You you learning something and then applying it. You're not even applying it. You saying the same shit. You doing the same joke, saying the same problematic bullshit that you was on Comic View. So you doing the same thing, just reiterating it 20, 30 something years later. I don't even know when that was. When was that? Um, 
Yeah, like that was 20, like that was like years ago. years ago. No, it, it's it's you're still doing the same thing. So you, <laughs> she's she's not gonna learn. So I just I hope that her she just fades away. <laughs> I'm not saying, but Diamond, I okay, I agree with you as far as not you know not hushing her platform because she is of trans experience. However, stop inviting this bitch to the trans cookout. Don't invite her to the trans cookout. Just like we not, just like pro-black people ain't gonna, like, real woke pro-black people ain't gonna invite no motherfucking whole tips. Let's, let's stop inviting these negative people with these bad, ex- these, these bad um, perceptions. All of that, you know what I'm saying? Because even though you... You think, wait, wait, wait. Do you think she's gotten to that level? So you talking about... Um, you talking about her like she's a Candace Owens. Is she that far gone? That's what it's feeling. That's oh, what it's getting. I know that's right. <laughs> okay. That's what it's giving. See, I wasn't I wasn't there yet, but I understand. <laughs> I wasn't I, you know, like, I feel like Candace Owens don't deserve a platform. Tell, tell that bitch shut up. But she's a black I woman. I didn't think that um Flame had got that far, but I guess yeah. It's mm-hmm. feeling like that. I, I understand. When she, when, okay, when she said, we can save it for the show, because I want to talk about that on the show. The show's recorded. Oh, boom. So when she said, um, okay, so towards the end, they were talking about Ayana and uh, Flavor Flame was, was critiquing um, the young, the young woman, Ayana, and how she should have went about things. And she said, Oh, me and Maddie was having a conversation. No shade to Maddie. Um, I'm just mentioning her because that's what she said. She said her and Maddie were having a conversation. You know how the girls try to prove they fish by going to the gas station and trying to see if it was real? She said that's what Ayana was on, and it was definitely Girl. a plot. So you should have just hung that up, and the girls need to stop um, stop doing stuff like that and putting, basically putting yourself in harm's way, which is so fucking problematic because how are you going to tell somebody to be invisible and erase them. Oh no, girl, you're not in the level of your transition. But you, but you can't. You of all people can't talk about nobody's realness. <laughs> so, baby, you was you was yellow on the Breakfast Club, and they and they had edited that bitch. So, <laughs> girl, she was definitely giving the sense some teas. Simpsons realness down and. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Are you talking about her foundation color? Yes. <laughs> Bitch. That drag makeup was horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Bitch. If you wanted to paint, it's paint, but it was like, I think she was trying to give us an old natural beat and it wasn't giving that. And she was only- giving you Lisa Simpson. <laughs> with, a, with a Mary J 2003 flip wig. All of that. Someone please call 911. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he's not about to do that. He's not about to do that. I I thought it was a lot of things on that particular show that I felt. um, I'm trying not to be messy. Lord, you done made it so messy. Mia, so some, first of all, some of the go- girls, girls, <laughs> some of the girls are performing. They real extra. Some of the girls on the show was quite performative. There was a conversation. Y'all, look, some of the girls 
that say they activists ain't activists. That's number one. <laughs> Just because you in the community don't mean that you do the work. And I, and I know we say all the time that just living our life is revolutionary. Absolutely. You just living your life is enough to be out here visible, be, do what you need to do. You, yes. But there are some people who are taking up the title of activist and organizer, and really they just cut their camera on and talk loud. <laughs> no shade. Like, bro, are you really They just cut their camera on and talk loud that they don't do the work. Uh... Or they cut the but, but, And I think what you were trying to do, Diamond, you're not trying to play an activism um, Olympics. Because we know we can be visible in different ways. Right? Is, yeah. Right. But when you claim a title, when you, when you specifically claim a certain title, mm-hmm. the expectations mm-hmm. that people see underneath that title so if you yeah. don't fit those expectations, don't claim it. You know, I'm like yes, and I and I'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm not gatekeeping. Like I think every little bit counts, but there's certain girls that I feel like all they do is cut their camera on and talk loud. I don't think they necessarily organize. They advocate, but they don't necessarily right. organize and move people to action. <laughs> right. I don't I don't see that. What were you about to say, Z? Also, sometimes you see they're not organizing on top of not amplifying other voices. Woo! That could be something, too. Like, not sharing platforms. Mm. That can, that's when I really be like, oh, okay, you just... Gatekeeping. You just out for... Oh, not necessarily life. gatekeeping. You just out for your uh, your own spotlight. Yeah. I see yeah. that, too. And they think you don't clock it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, they think you don't clock it. Then mm-hmm. it's shit like that, which is strange and weird. And then I'll see girls. There's a there's a type of girl that's just loud, cut on her camera, and that's loud. And then there's a type of girl who is pretty and empty. Oh, oh! I'm just keeping it real. Like it's girls who are they're beautiful women, but every time they open their mouth, they're just rambling and talking and. It's hard for them to get to a point, and they even may say some honey SAT big words, <laughs> but <laughs> they don't really talk about shit. Like you, you, and but they're popular, and and they, you know, they're pretty. <laughs> that's that's how that's that where it ends for me. Um, Hold on, real quick, Diamond. I wanted to interject real quick because I, I've been really thinking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed what other platforms people hold respectability politics to people who are able to articulate themselves and they kind of silence the people who they feel like do aren't able to articulate very well or mm-hmm. they're not they're not able to express themselves uh, in a way that they feel is respectable and I just want people to know that no matter how you res- how you articulate how you feel and how you express yourself your voice is always important and and that's and I think and that's what I'm trying to say. There are some people who articulate well, but what they're talking about, like they no no no, they don't articulate well. They they say a lot of words and know how to talk, and they have the gift of gab, but they ain't saying shit. <laughs> like right. it's like they they're they're finessing you with these words that they know. They're finessing you, but if you really break down what they're saying to you, it's empty. And really, they 
they, they wonder why people, like they garner certain levels of enemies when all you do is read, all you do is be shady, all you do is um, talk about this and what you got and what you don't got and everything about your life is about you representing this certain class of girl, this certain mm-hmm. level of, you know, stunting and, and, and um, bags and purses and shoes and da 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 mm-hmm. but and, yeah. and then talking down on the girls who don't represent that way. Yeah. Um, and so then you wonder when, when, when it turns around on you and you get enemies, you wonder why you got enemies because this is what your life is around. Um, this is mm-hmm. what you're, you're, you're always reading, you're always doing this. And, you know, I, it's, it, was, it was a lot of stuff going on on that panel that was like, I just don't, I'm like, I can't rock with this. This is this is so empty and dry. And y'all ha- y'all talking points are weird. Y'all talking points really are not. Y'all kind of regurgitating. Not progressive. Like, yeah, and, and not necessarily. You don't need to be progressive, but nobody is saying things like forward thinking things. Y'all are regurgitating shit that we've heard for the ten years ago. Uh, yeah, but I like. I like hearing the trans men speak in, in uh, uh, Jam- I think it was D- uh, Jamal and I forgot the other guy's name and how they were trying to educate, um, mm-hmm. which can be, and, and they said it, it's tiring to have to, to tell y'all that you're fetishizing me. You're not actually trying to get to know who I am. You, all you care about is my realness and, if I wasn't real, you would pay me dust, basically, uh, and, and that's what you fixated on. And you want to know, you want to, uh, you want to hear about my sex life, and if I'm a top or if I'm a bottom, and um, cater to this idea of um, fetishism that you fixate on trans people. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So this conversation was with, I don't know how to, is it the Jamel? Jamel. It's just Jamel. Okay, so Jamel um, and Hope. So the conversation, he was explaining how how I took the conversation. He was explaining how trans men are silenced, silenced, right? 
And um, in the process of talking about being silenced out of certain conversations, one of the examples that he used was, um, what did he say? Kind of like this, like who's oppressing who? Like he felt like it was kind of like an oppression war. Like he kind of felt like trans women were policing our bodies. Uh You know, exerting that same type of kind of misogyny in a way. But he didn't use misogyny. He didn't say that word. But he was expressing, he was generalizing to me, this is just how I took it. He was generalizing and saying that we police trans men's body. Okay? Mm-hmm. So in that process, I guess Hope comes in and she's like, whoa. So it seemed that, like she came in and she was offended. I was offended too. So when she came in, because of how I was introduced to the video, I was already ready to read Hope. <laughs> it was brought to me. There was some things oh, said. Okay. There was some things said. So I was waiting, listening, like, what this bitch got to say. So I was right. already waiting for her to say something. But as she kept talking, I was like, girl, I agree with her. <laughs> so her point. So I, I think because he generalized both of them have points that I don't think they matched each other. Well, yes, I do. I think he overgeneralized, so she kind of overly generalized and read, like, y'all don't want to step up, but y'all want to not be, y'all want to be in the conversation, but y'all don't step up in this way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I felt, I felt offended by what he said, because I think he, that first point that he was trying to make, I, it's not that I don't believe that happens, but I think that it's only a small sector of trans women that does that to trans men. I agree. So I think I don't think that we all are judging trans men. Or, oh, you having sex with a lot of people. Oh, you you doing sex work. I don't think the majority of us, because of our history, right, <laughs> are judging. To me, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Z. I don't think the majority of us is giving y'all that conversation. If they are, correct me. But in conversations that I hear with trans women about trans men, I don't hear judgment about um, what y'all do with their bodies so much so that I think it's the majority. Do I, have I heard it before? Absolutely. I've heard some girls say some dumb ass shit. We, we screenshot and share stuff with right. each other in our group chat where I'm like, what is this bitch talking about? Or y'all are like, what is this bitch on? So yes, do I hear some women? Absolutely. But do I think it's the majority? I don't think that that's the majority of the, of the people enough to make that generalization. And so it sounded like he, An attack almost to you. He was sharing a generalization. And so Hope came with a generalization about how we the ones who out here marching and shit and y'all don't y'all don't come and do nothing. It's a handful of dudes that I'm like, I see y'all all the time, but it's a whole group that don't ever fucking participate in nothing. <laughs> but see, the other trans woman, the older trans woman, she was saying that, you know, you can't force things on people who aren't ready and, and also they're... But then don't complain. Know, don't complain about being left out the conversation. Not him, but 
them as a group. Yeah, you might go and show up, but it's a lot of trans men that don't do the work. And it's because they are using their cis privilege and well, not cis, I'm sorry, not cis privilege, but passing privilege and going and minding their business. Oh, I ain't got time to do that. I'm just kind of over here with my wife. They got, they got tons of stuff that I see as a generalization. I don't think every one of them is, is not single, but they, uh, most of them is booed up with their wife. True. Uh, that's true, but, but she was also saying that we need to create a space for the, because we all as trans people are trying to blend in and survive from discrimination in, in so many different ways from a head normative society. So she was saying that we need to create a space for trans men who, who feel like something can be taken away from them from being visible, create a space or help them be able to be visible so that they can participate. Um, in these spaces and also not not thinking that every trans man is basically monolithic like, like they have the opportunity to be able to travel because she was um hope was saying that the only like the way she was able to get there was because um they funded her but then she also did back in and say that she asked for the funding she wasn't just quiet about it so she and, and saying that basically the trans man could have did the same thing too but I think these conversations are very important, and I think that a lot of trans women and trans men need to have these conversations so that we're not separated. We don't have this division. We can come together collectively and represent. Well, one thing I know is that, <clears throat> not that Jamel can be wrong, but I know that he he's... He's dealt with trans women before, so I feel like he would have certain insight on frames of like frames of minds. Because mm -hmm. I know I understood trans women more, you know, being around y'all. So I feel like when when she brought up the different stuff, well, y'all not here. It kind of went off subject for me. It was kind of like, okay, I could tell you're offended, which I get why you would be offended. But if the shoe don't fit. You know, don't worry about because these are our. This is his experience because I've had the same experiences too. Like, like I said, the the first trans woman that I've dealt with didn't want to deal with me because I was a trans guy. Like, she was like, I don't want to fuck with you. She just ghosted me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've dealt with problematic trans women, so I felt where he was coming from, and I'm sure there's other guys that did too. But I know that not all trans women have that state of mind and I think he kind of prefaced that like oh I know some trans women are cool you know he 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 made that point again when she was going in about us not showing up which I agree with a lot of us don't show up um I didn't really see that many trans guys share Tony McDay and or or speak on him or um you the know yeah, a lot of us don't organize, and I feel like trans men, some of us put um, other trans men on certain pedestals, and, you know, it's all focused on, you know, it seems like it's a lot of respect to, like, passability politics, I should say. Like, it's more, like, we put each other on a pedestal of who's the most passable. And a form of gatekeeping. No, no? not gatekeeping. It's just... It's like we share information and stuff, but from what I felt felt in like as far as other trans men, they don't want to 
put other guys on or unless you're on this certain type of pedestal like this celebrity model model or you got got certain surgeries you're you fit manhood a certain way it seemed like those guys are put on pedestals and the guys that's actually organizing and stuff are aren't really talked about or um i had to hear about through uh, through trans women you know like um people that's already organizing with these guys and those trans guys that decide like the actual activists that are bridging those gaps with trans women that are actually out here doing that you know like with black trans uh with trans black trans women's inc and uh black trans men's inc like that type of those type of organizations so you know and she was saying how btac wasn't out there and you know and that's a good call out that's a good critique because we do need to hold up our, our our weight you know what i mean like you saying we need to help trans men blah, blah. no we really need to help ourselves because we do have a level some of us do have a level of privilege and some of us just choose to go in that and just leave it on i know i'm one of those people that kind of just be chilling in my privilege i ain't gonna lie like i i kind of just be like oh, okay yeah i'm chilling i'm making my money boom 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 you know it's kind of hard not to get in that mind space so I try to, you know, I try to donate money to other guys. And, and I definitely wake you up. And, you know, um, you know, I try to, I try to stay involved. But like, it is hard to come out of that privilege to, um, you know, be visible and face all that backlash that comes with it. And that double-edged sword I was talking about last week, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people saying different stuff, but, um, you know, I forced myself to do that. So I get where hope was coming from. Like, but I, I do feel like um, maybe that was a time for her to, you know, kind of just sit back and listen and see where his frame of mind was because I felt like that was that went off subject. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it came, it, it was attacked, and she and her feelings are valid. I don't her feel like it went away. I don't. The reason why I don't feel I feel it's off subject. Is because his he was saying that we they are taking out of conversations. They are taken out of conversations. They are erased out of conversations. And her rebuttal was, "Y'all don't step up to be in the conversation." So that's why I don't think it was irrelevant. She was giving examples of of her situation. I think I th- my critique for her was, "You don't get to tell people how to show up for things." You don't know people's situations. You don't know people's financial situations. You talk about why was nobody down there. There was Tallahassee trans men down there. Like, I, I talked to them of, and seeing, hey, what's going on? I know you in Tallahassee, what's going on? And they were, you know, organizing and, and doing what they need to do. You might have not have saw them. You might have been in another space because you're not from there. You probably went to another spot or whatever. I don't know. But there were Tallahassee trans men who was talking about it. Um, so I don't know what her situation was like, but when you calling out like a BTAC in them, um, you know, I guess you could say that's a cool critique, but I mean, you don't, this is a whole pandemic. You don't know how, um, BTAC are navigating the space. Who said that they was not fearing for their life (laughs) and wanting to go out? Um, we talked about it last episode, like, you know, I, I wasn't, I was, I was, I wasn't scared. I really wasn't scared like that, but you know, and I, maybe I should have been, but you don't know how people, um, 
I saw I them do. I did during the pandemic, or yeah. what's going on in their life during this time? This is a different time. We're going through a hole where fucking cities are burning. People are getting trampled with horses during protests. Like it, people it, losing their jobs. It's so many things happening, so you can't really tell people how to show up. But I didn't, I didn't hear about anything going down in Tallahassee for Tony. I, I didn't. I did. Maybe I'm just not in the right circles, or I don't but know. It, it is Tallahassee. It's not New York. It's not. It's Tallahassee. <laughs> so I can't imagine it being Tallahassee, Florida. I can't imagine it being like a super huge trans population down there. Um, I only know one, and I and I hit him up just to you know do a check in, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a it's a little it's a little thing down here, but it it wasn't huge." <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't hear nothing about that. Yeah. And so it's not that I, I guess the reason why it kind of triggered me is because those conversations with trans men, it is not that I don't um I when I hear them, I just I like you just said, Z, I sit and be quiet and listen and don't say things. But there's a lot of things that are said in regards to trans men and trans women that I think are grossly how that that are grossly um, overgeneralized, mm. especially around um, I think because we are AMAB, hmm, how am I going to say this without it being? They think that y'all, I know where you're going, they think that y'all feel like y'all are dominant, like y'all take up too much space or y'all are over comfortable in y'all's quote unquote. And that's a stereotype. That's that's a stereotype of a man. And so because, because of that, they, and this isn't, and this does not say that I don't see trans women like flame they or, are. or the or or other people that i don't see it and i'll be like uh you're being real creepy and gross right now i and literally I have them. seen this i literally yeah. know that this exists but it's overgeneralized it's overgeneralized and it's That's offensive to me I, it's offensive to me and i am be and i know i'm not saying that because i don't do it that it doesn't exist and that it, i'm not yeah. saying that I know I've seen it, but the way some of them talk yeah. is like, it's all of us. Like, mm-hmm. like that, literally yeah. like it's, and I don't like it. It's uncomfortable and annoys me. And I know it's, it's kind of like, and I feel like I'm on some cis at man shit where, you know, I'm the good guy. <laughs> I'm the good guy. I'm, I'm not out here raping women. I'm not out here. Touching I, I, people's ass. I, you can you know you know how cisgenders do when they getting called out, and I almost feel like that, and it's really really uncomfortable. But it, uh, this is I don't I don't ever say anything. But this is my motherfucking platform, so I'm saying what I want to say. I don't ever say anything. I don't respond to the post. But when I'm reading them and going through conversations, I can't learn anything because what they're saying is pissing me off. And maybe it's because. Uh, because some of the things I feel like it's shady. Like I feel like it's on some. You used to be a man, and I see the man in you. And that's how I'm going to navigate <laughs> you, 
with you. It, it's and uncomfortable. And then some trans women, I don't agree with that either. But then some trans women feel like some trans guys feel that way. They see that, feel annoyed because they like, first of all, you got this privilege. Then you're going to say that I'm acting like a dude and I want you. But you over here, you know, and like overgeneralize and say. It's like, like me saying, oh, you, well, act, like, you act like a bitch. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you, you, can't take, you can't take how we flirt with cis men, so you acting like a bitch. You can say, like, it's like if I said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and it's, um, it, I don't know, it, it, it's uncomfortable <laughs> for me, and it frustrates <laughs> me, and it makes me feel like, and, but literally, I have never said this on anybody's post. I just let them talk. I don't rebuttal <laughs> it. I just... I'm just seeing it now because we're in this space talking about it, and it, it triggered me. I was like, yeah. I I believe that you get that. Do I believe that you get that? Do I believe that it's trash ass, um, chaser ass, trans women? Absolutely, because I I don't experience some chaser ass trans men. <laughs> but I'm not gonna be like all the trans men that I met is doing this when it has been a lie. <laughs> told y'all stories. Uh, you know, y'all taking me out on dates and asking me to suck y'all pussies. Or, or, or y'all fucking or, or, or asking me to cuddle. Asking me to come to your room and cuddle and we ain't never had no conversation like that. Or all kinds of shit. Like, it's, it's been tons of fetishizing trans men that I've experienced. But I'm never gonna say that I'm going to say those things in general because I know the tons of trans men that didn't do that to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and it's hard for me to, um, yeah. I think it's important to talk about, but when yeah. we're talking, but when we're talking about general community thing, we got to be mm, I don't even careful. Say that. I, 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 no, no. I, I don't want to say they need to be careful. No, no, no. 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 That, say what, how, say what you feel. Out. Express yourself. Yeah. That's why I be quiet and just listen, but just, yeah. I'm only saying it right now because it's my platform and I'm just talking about it because right. it's, it's a nuance that, you know, it's uncomfortable for me. I see it's, it's a couple, it's a couple <laughs> of people that trigger me. They just be real extra. Yeah, bridging that gap is going to be tough and rocky. But, you know, something like our podcast where it's, like, actually inclusive. It's the first of its kind. So we're, we're trying to, you know, give different points of view that can help bridge that gap without judgment. You know, sometimes if you just talk, you get to actually know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, I don't, some of these trans guys never been in a relationship with a trans woman, never been like best friends with a trans woman, don't actually get to know each other like on a deeper level other than like talking about bodies and stuff. Like, <laughs> I feel like that mostly be the most problematic people from what it seems like. Like, are you actually intimate with other trans people? Are you actually intimate with trans women, trans men? Like, I feel like those people have a different understanding and are intelligent enough not to generalize in that way. You know what I mean? I feel like it's going to be tough and rocky. And it's going to be uncomfortable to bridge that gap. But I think there will be more understanding because I know, like I said before, y'all both have broken stereotypes, but that's just because I wanted to learn. Like I, I ask questions and I, I want to learn. I'm not coming like assuming. I just don't think that's smart. You know what I mean? And I've had negative experiences with 
trans women, but I also had negative experience with cis men, with cis women, with trans, trans men. men, with, you know. Yeah, because especially the example that you gave where you was like, it was a trans woman I met and she didn't want to mess with me because I was a trans guy. I know some cis women that will do that to you. I know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I know yeah. some, so many people that will do it to me. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It's just kind of the nature. It's not a generalized, um, yeah. oh, it's trans women do this. No, yeah. it's that you're going to experience that everywhere. Yeah. And, you, and there's something that I want to say that I caught that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. And, I'm, and um, there's two things I want to say. The first thing is um, when people are having conversations with trans men, stop, um, stop associating studs with trans men. I feel like that's disrespectful as fuck. Um, when I say, when, when I say that I'm talking about, I know that the, the experience with some people, cause everyone, everyone's experience is different. Sometimes it does correlate uh, based on that person's transition and how they evolve. But some, but some trans men didn't go from, um, a lesbian to trans men. They just trans men like me. I, I didn't come go from a gay boy. Well, I didn't identify that way. I didn't identify as a gay boy. And then, then a trans woman, I was just me and so i think i think to generalize generalize and think that everyone has that experience can be um district can can be kind of rude and late to to think that everybody has that experience now i'm not saying that you know it's um that is it's better or it's it's not um based on your experience everyone is different but diamond you have issues with some trans men backing out of um, you try to have them on the show, they backing out. You know, I feel like some guys be scared to talk about certain things or scared to, you know, because there's so many guys that I've seen, like, I operate like a cis man. And, you know, I don't talk about I'm trans like that. And I've seen that. So or, I'm, or I'm not trans. I'm just, like, I mean, there's, tr there's, and this is on both sides of the trans women yeah. and trans men. Mm -hmm. There are trans mm -hmm. folks who, who do not identify with being trans. Mm -hmm. They are trans, but they were born AMAB or AFAB. They were born opposite of where, what they're, what they are presenting now, but they don't identify with the trans label. They feel like that their gen, their, their genitalia at birth was a defect. And when they get a sex change, they fix the defect. And that's it. And so they don't identify with being trans. They identify with being a woman. And they fix the defect. There's tons of people like that. There's tons of people, even if they don't have the surgery, I know trans, I have a trans male friend. And he, he's such a great guy. Um, he's such a great guy. But sometimes it's hard for us to have conversations because of how he thinks about his transness. Like he's really, really stealth and he doesn't identify with being a trans man. Um, and you know, but then I met him at a trans event. So it's kind of strange. And, 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 he, and he's like, I'm trying to get there. And even conversations with you, Diamond, helps me get there to understand it. But, but, but I, you know, I, I, ju I just don't identify as trans, but I kind of, I'm trying to get into that because I'm realizing that even though I don't identify, there's some things that I have, like he even have difficult having conversations with his doctors. 
because oh. of that, because of his level of dysphoria. And so I'm like, I don't know how to get him out of that. And I don't try. That's on him. I was on that road. I ain't gonna lie. I was on, I'm very much on that road, like on some self-hating type. I'm not saying he was self-hating, but I was like on some self-hating stuff to where I was like, damn, I can't assimilate as much as I want to. Do I just need to stop? Like it was that much where I was like, I know I can't be exactly like a cis man. So maybe I should just stop. Like I was on that frame of mind, like battling that for a minute. So I was on that road and what got me out of that is actually seeing people that look like me come from the black culture that was speaking on stuff. And you were one of those people that, that was actually speaking on real shit was actually, cause like all I saw was white trans men. Like that's all I saw and I couldn't identify with that. So I was like, maybe that's not for me, you know? And then most of those, some of those guys, a lot of those guys actually assimilate into this head you know, like white, patriarchy, straight type of transition. So I was like, I don't know. Cause like when I saw I wasn't along those lines, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna just make up my own manhood. Like I'm gonna just assimilate into cis maleness, but the black kind. And you know, listening to hotels and Call it everybody oh. queen. Call it everybody queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buying, I do that though. Buying pyramids and wearing pyramids. I bought you a pyramid. I know it's nothing wrong. Yeah, oh, y'all. No, y'all I'm had posted. Like, so, I don't know which one of y'all was. It probably was your ass. But one of you had posted something about my eye, bitch. I had immediately edited that motherfucking thing. Like, right, if you don't get this, my eye shit out of our fucking thing. <laughs> You're talking about the, um, the, the ancestry African uh, post I made, right? Yes, I said. Okay, forget it with me. Girl. I didn't, my bad. I didn't get it to you. I like, bitch, I had to edit that out. <laughs> It's like, no, no, we're not talking about the hotel. Yes, my eye. And then a cis woman invited a whole hotel. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And I just shut that down so quick. (laughs) The black person said, bitch, don't come on our page because I'm not nice. Mia's the nice one. I'm not the nice one. Do not come on our page talking that bullshit because you immediately block. And and she already asked you some questions, and I see your responses late. And y'all getting smart and nasty. It's different if you get you nice and having a normal debate, yeah. but you getting smart and nasty, bitch. Fuck you. Get the fuck up off our back. Fuck out of here. With the heart, with the quickness, <laughs> I have went back to reply to the comment because I see Dominic uh, reply back to it. I ain't seen no more. I said Dominic kicks into the curb. <laughs> Quick, you know, don't don't get jazzy. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. Like if Very you're trying good. to learn and you're trying to teach or you're trying to explain. Be cute. Be tender. This is a this is a tender subject. And you done brought a whole hotel on here? You done tagged them? Girl. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I, I ain't got that much patience. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. The <laughs> fact that she tagged someone else on our post to explain to her about what we posted. And I'm like, no, well, bitch, I can explain to you. You don't gotta tag this nigga. I'm the one that posted it. She was being nasty. Yeah. When I started to be more 
vocal, which I started on YouTube, you know, I started being um, more vocal about certain things. And actually, it was it made me nervous, but it made me feel better. And I decided I'm going to vlog my, my top surgery journey and kind of give some insight on where I was. And, you know, back then in 2015, when I was dealing with family being messy, when I started a GoFundMe, only two people donated and you know i'm just going into details about my journey because i don't i don't ever see like i remember when i needed that you know what i mean mm. like the support like when i needed that from validation. other black trans not validation but i needed like that, that journey voice. Mm-hmm. yeah that voice of other black trans men because what happens is some of us not comfortable to speak up not comfortable to come in them spaces not comfortable to talk about <coughs> the tough shit not comfortable to talk about what's going on with our bodies, like what's happening, like, you know, if our surgeries went wrong or if if we're experiencing like ghost period pains, which I experience time to time. Or, you know, if you go off hormones, you're like you could feel your uterus start to wake up a little bit. Like those feelings. Like just just weird, just different stuff about your body that People are uncomfortable to talk about, but what doctors need to know, what people need to know, because we still kind of under this guinea pig thing, like, especially with trans men not being as visible, like, if we're more vocal, our surgeries could get better, our our care could get better, like, I don't think people see the bigger picture, like, we could Mm. shift the culture and the talk about trans people if we come to the conversation. Like sometimes, you know, people no, wait, might think wait. Ain't that what Hope was saying? Yeah. That's I, what I'm, she was saying. I'm saying I what? agree with her. Yeah. I'm oh, saying okay. I agree with that critique. Okay. I'm saying I, I agree with it. I just felt like okay. Mm, her approach. Yeah, I was, was like kind of aggressive. Not aggressive, but I felt like, okay, you got something under your sleeve where you feel some type of way. I can see that. But I felt her. Like, I felt her energy. Like, I I understood that to to be a trans woman out. And and like she said, when I look at protests or when I see uh, bitches rallying up, I don't see no trans. I don't see no white trans men. I don't see no black trans men. I don't see no Hispanic trans men. All I see is black trans women and white trans women and Hispanic trans men. And, and queer, queer folks, queer women and queer men out here trying to make the bitches know it and be invisible. And um, it's, it's kind of hard, like you said, see, not to see yourself in those spaces. And then also I wanted to say, like you were saying that um, you didn't see like men um, being visible and um, documenting their journey. Also, a lot of trans women and trans men do this. They'll document their journey and they'll talk about it. And then, like, once they get a certain point in their transition, they'll delete it. Delete it, yeah. Which I feel like, hey, whatever it is, your choice, your choice. But I do feel like, damn, what was I was I do feel like uh, some trans men do be out there. I've been seeing some trans men be out there, but like, it's not like to where it's like, oh, like, I'm always seeing, like, I don't know. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm always seeing trans men out there. Like, if people, if multiple people are speaking on it, like, okay, trans men are not making themselves approachable. But I will say something I deal with is I don't want to take up too much space because that's something that people talk about all the time. They always say men take up too much space and blah, blah, blah. But I try not to make that excuse. Like, I try to, you know, put my voice in where, it, where it's due. 
and join the conversations where I feel like I'm included or where, and, you know, ask, you know, maybe ask, okay, what about such and such? You know, if they're having the conversations about trans people and I see they're only focusing on trans women, I'll get on somebody live and be like, hey, what about trans men? Or I'd be like, trans men, blah, blah, blah. And I'll make myself visible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always on Madison lives. Like, just, <laughs> just doing, like, just talking about trans men and blah, blah, blah. And people, you know, get to talking about trans men a little bit in the comments. But I'll be trying to push it myself, but... You can only do so much yeah, as one person. Yeah, you yeah. can only do so much. So I feel like, you know, somebody got to... We got to come together. Yeah, somebody, That's what somebody, the T is. Uh, we got to come together. Um, and you know what I was thinking, y'all? Okay, so, and I'm, and I, because I don't know the statistics. What's the, what's the, what's the proportion um, of trans men versus trans women? Like, <laughs> is it less trans men than it is trans women? Is that the reason why we don't see most of them? Or is it equal? Because if it's equal, bitch, that's shady. We wouldn't really know. You don't get studied like that. <laughs> no. And that's and that's something I want to uh push in my training too. Like we need to make sure that we are like when when people are coming in, we need to make sure that they have a place on the ballot to be able to check, oh I'm a trans uh gay man or I'm a trans straight man or that's what the people, census is supposed to be for, but right. you know, Republicans and shit don't want us to have that. So that's the problem. So yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't know our numbers. If we put it on the census, we would at least have a place to check and we would know our numbers, but we don't. And so, um, you know, there are certain, certain attempts, but it's, uh, census is kind of hard, because, especially with us, because who, everybody don't identify the same. <laughs> so there's going to be some trans folk that see a box and it says trans, and honey, they're going to click Sister to man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's hard to kind of calculate that because of how, you know, nuanced our identity is really, it really is. Um, but I guess what I learned from this conversation, just to wrap it up, um, you know, I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to continue to be triggered and annoyed, but I'm going to continue to be silent. I'm going to continue not to, because I feel like, you know, I think they do have a right to say what they I just, it's the same thing like with Flame. I feel like folks should be more tender about their generalizations. Like if you saying your experience is cool, but I say my experience is da 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 I had these experiences da 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 But when you make it seem like it's all trans women, it just, it just feels uncomfortable for me. I, like I said, I just sit back and listen, but I do be wanting to read. <laughs> what it's a read, and I and I just kind of um, and I do see some of you know more. I don't want to say advanced, but um, more intellectually advanced trans men who do come on a post that seems like it's generalizing, and they'll come on and say, uh, "This is like entire." <laughs> they'll come on. And they say, "No, you shouldn't say this about trans women," or you know, they come and do it, and I let them do it. I'll be like, "Yes, let me heart it." <laughs> thumbs up the comment so you know I'm reading I ain't gonna say nothing but you gonna know I'm reading and so I'll do that <laughs> I'll do that <laughs> but yeah yeah just yeah after we're about to wrap up but I do think I, I need to work on becoming more in community with 
other trans men instead of just focusing on, oh yeah, we just follow each other, but actually have like real conversations. And you know, I try to start like polls and stuff where I ask certain questions, but um, I just don't want to get, because I have cis people that follow me too. I just don't want, I don't want them to chime Go in. Because it's like your motherfucking business. Yeah, I'm trying to it's work real. out. Yeah, like I'm still trying to learn myself. I want. I wish I could have like a private conversation, but I don't know. It just seemed like, I ain't going to lie, it just seemed like dry hate be going on. That sounds so... But if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Like, and so how you express yourself is never invalid. Because it's not like all, I'm not overgeneralizing, but like, I've only met, like, you know, a few genuine trans guys. So I'm trying to, you know, ma- I don't want to say make other guys comfortable with me, but I want to, you know, maybe up my reputation in a way to where they're, like, like my integrity won't be questioned. You know, like, maybe I need to do the work on my part. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just be like, well, y'all just be dry hands. But maybe I need to... I don't know. It just seemed like guys only be looking up to certain guys. Like you certain. You feel like you're invisible. Not. I don't feel invisible, but I feel. I feel like people pay attention to me, but I feel like because I don't perform maybe a certain way, or um, I don't know, or I don't keep quiet about certain things, or I'm too out there. Like I, I got my whole body out there, like naked. Like maybe it's like those respectively, but I don't know. That does. Maybe. People do do that. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe I just I I that's something I need to work on. I, I shouldn't overgeneralize other guys either. Maybe you know build that 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 trust and you know so they could trust my integrity. You know, so I'm trying to I'm trying to help organize better because I I see so many trans men and so many guys that actually do that actually are visible and you know don't mind telling people that they're trans or telling their stories and are actually out here, but their voices are just not amplified because mm-hmm. it's not a sensation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to help work on that. So I, I, have, I had a group of trans men who actually reached out to me that's a part of a, a fraternity. And um, they hit me up. They did a music video and they do music and stuff. I think I sent the video to you, Diamond, or in our group chat. If you want to, um, you could definitely re- reach out to them and I think it would be dope. Like Diamond said, if you did like an all um, um, trans masculine um, episode so that we can hear like a perspective from trans men. I have. I have recommended that a million times. So many. So many. I got some people that hit me up. So I think I got two yeah. trans men. It'd be weird to me, though, like when they add you and talk to you, but they don't never talk to me. Like, that's that that is so kind of weird. weird. Yeah, that but that happens so much, though. It that does. happens so much. But, they don't, but you don't know how, like, they're connected. Like, they might not know. Like, there's some people... Some people don't pay attention. Maybe maybe the people that I'm connected to aren't connected. You're, you're not no, connected to. No, some of the people I've seen do that have me added on there. 
Oh, like, well, now that's it. a different like, story. That's what be strange. That's why I be like, is it try hating or well, like what is it? Or like, do they feel like you're not approachable? That's why I use that dry hating term because it's like, okay, you see, I'm here, but you don't include me in nothing. Like I'm never included in anything. Like I'm not saying people should hand me out, but y'all see me out here and you see I have a podcast. You don't amplify it, nothing. Like it's like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I need to build up. My interior, like I'm thinking, maybe maybe it's just on my part. I'm getting maybe people should to try being more consistent. I don't know. I'm I'm just. I don't know. I I try to. I'm on the same path though yeah. because I feel like like um I feel like there are only like Diamond was saying like there are only there are certain um girls and guys that they have on these pedestals that people be like okay well these are the girls that I'm gonna listen to or these are the guys that I'm gonna listen to. I don't know how to get there, but I, I, from what I see from Diamond, Diamond's consistent on all her platforms, and she's been like that for years. So I think maybe maybe consistency may help. That's true. It's something I need to do to help better organize or something because I want us to have talks. You know what I'm saying? Like I want us. To you you really have to be intentional in in in. Yeah. In the pursuit, like I remember when when we it's been we're going on our third year. So in October it'll be our third year anniversary, and mm-hmm. I told you before we started the podcast that I wanted you to do a show where it was just you and other trans men. And in this two and a half years now, thank God, you, you I know you, <laughs> oh have not attempted, you have not attempted to organize a conversation between them and. It's not, I, I know I'm at the helm of this project, but I want you to be intentional about doing it. I want to be, I want okay. you to, now I can, I can pull some trans men to do it, but I want them to be connected to you. You have a different okay. age group. You have a different, um, you know, I want them, them to, because if they're connected to you, y'all have, y'all will have a different openness about the conversation. That if I just, I can get a Lewis Mitchell, I can get a, you know, I can get some folks in here that'll, that'll do it, but mm-hmm. I don't want it to be, I done got all these big heads, and then little Z sitting right here uh, <laughs> interviewing these big heads, and they just, you know, running the conversation. I want it to be you, and you organize it for you. That's what I want, want to happen, and I've always said that, and you just kind of be like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I gotta work. Cause this also anti social with me. I'll be like, um one of the reasons why I am not as popular as some folks it, it, when we talk about my platform and consistency. Yes, my platform is consistent, but I also don't shuck and jive and try to get the most popular girl to come on. I get people who I like. <laughs> Is they not necessarily the most popular, but they are who I like, who I like how their mind works, who I think they're into, they're smart and intellectual. And like, mm-hmm. if I like you, I'm going to say, hey, y'all, come be on my show. Because there's tons of people I'm connected to that I can be like, hey, girl, come be on the show that are popular and da 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 da. But I'm like, Mm, I gotta like you, and so mm-hmm. I don't want you on my show just because you're popular. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk about 
your shit just because it's the hype thing to talk about right now. I've never been that person. I'll t we'll talk about some current events, but if but it's not on no popularity popularity contest. It's not on. I don't just bring people on. Because a lot of people hit me up and be like, oh, I should be on the show. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who are you? And it's not necessarily like, who are you? You ain't nobody. It's not like that. It's just that, what do you do? Like, what relevant? Are you just trying to be on a show because you just want to be on a show? Like, that's not really um, yeah. how I, I work. I, I have to know you. I have to like you. I have to. Or one of y'all, like Jade. I didn't know Jade at all. But she's a black trans lesbian, lesbian trans woman. That's an interesting story. She knew y'all, y'all friends, you, Mia, y'all yes. friends. And so that's your way in. I didn't know her, but I don't mind her coming on the show talking about her unique experiences. She's one of y'all friends. Cool. But a lot of people don't understand that, you know, it's, it's just, I, Queer Walk talked about this. Queer Walk talked about this on their episode this week where they were like, people just be kind of rude about <laughs> coming on the show, like <laughs> like rude to them. And they're like, oh, you should have me on the show. Google me. Bitch, I'm not Googling you. I don't know you. <laughs> don't fuck. And like just her. saying yeah. some Google me, that's already rude and shady. That's late. That's late. I'm not going to tell nobody to Google me. <laughs> yeah. It's um, narcissistic. Oh. Yeah, get out of here. So I remember asking one guy, he was like, well, I want to meet you first and get to know you before I get on, which I get. No, that sounds so cool. kind of like <laughs> that sounds creepy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like I would be like, honey, get out of here. I don't know. I just I need to get out of my anti-social bubble. Then I know on my part I'm doing something wrong. I know it. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to overgeneralize the guys and say, y'all just don't like me. I'm not that type of dude. I'm not about to do that and be like, trans men don't fuck with me. They don't include me in nothing. I mean, you ain't doing nothing. Mm. <laughs> so you ain't like, really okay. doing nothing. And, or, like, you don't be trying to be involved. Like, my homeboy, he don't go to shit. I've, I met him at an event, but that was his first time ever going. That was his first time ever going, and he just was kind of, that was his time that he was like, oh, I'm going to go out the box and go to some trans stuff. <laughs> and he says, you know, he did it, and we were, we were YouTube's back, YouTubers back in the day, and he wanted them people, like you said, Mia, that once his surgery was done and he was done documenting his transition, he deleted everything. And, oh, and and went into being a firefighter, went into a whole little stealth, um, a stealth guy mode. And so he's like that as well. He's like, um, but he also don't be like, oh, they don't, he don't be wanting to be invited to dress up. <laughs> but I, I see guys that live a life like him, but then they'll complain, but you don't come to anything. You don't. You don't be involved when you are invited or when you hear about stuff. It's just, it's just strange. Folks, the folks yeah. is fickle and finicky and we ain't got time to baby you. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely am working on getting myself out of that because, I, like I said, I was on that road to stealthhood and all of that. had all the respectability politics, but... Now I'm like, okay, let's undo stuff. Let's go to stuff. Let's do stuff. Come on, Z. Let's go. Come on. So 
I got a group of, I got two trans, well, I think a group of trans I want to do it myself. I want to hit me up. Yeah, if they hit me up, that'd be cool. But I don't want to send them your way. That they hit you up when they have me on my stuff. Um, stuff. Yeah, that's weird. And they don't oh, hit me up. I'm not about to reach out to somebody that's hitting up my girl when they know I'm with my girl. And then they have me on stuff. I'm not doing that. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of, I would think that's a little yeah. witchy. A little okay. witchy, baby. I want to talk about this before we go. Um, so, because everybody is in burn the shit down mode and support black people mode, black lives matter mode, the timing of stuff is like like on like when we talk about Iana Dior and her being jumped by them people when we talk about Tony McDay there is something about this that is annoying me and I wanted to hear what y'all think about it and then we discuss so when I when I look at the totals of the donations that these campaigns are getting. So the GoFundMe, the GoFundMe, let me go look. So the GoFundMe for Tony McDay has gotten up to $200,000. Okay, so we need costs? to be passing that. Okay, nothing. Is it, is it funeral costs or? Who cares? To go, ain't no, what kind of funeral is 200 k Z? Z? money going to because he passed away. Because, but they yes. have paid 86 Eighty-six thousand for um, George Floyd's funeral. Uh, look, uh, wait. So it's going to a family member, but uh-huh. based on the videos that he posted on his page, he didn't. His family didn't fuck with him. They misgendered oh, so him. To? His family members. Oh, that's trash. But so that's one thing. I think that that is totally late. But who would it go to? Oh yeah, you see what I'm saying. Oh, but it, but it oh, oh. so they that, about to get two hundred k, and I want you to say I'm dry hating Z. I ain't dry hating. <laughs> I no, just feel no. that's that's I feel I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm, I'm so excited about people donating. When it comes to um, Yana Dior, she's up to almost fifteen k now. Good. When we talk about, um, I think there was this, um, there was, this is a positive one. So do I want to be, so there's a positive one. There's a positive one. There's a, um, a older black trans man that got up to 80K. He's an older senior citizen, black trans man that got up. So that one's positive. I ain't tripping about that one. But these other ones, it makes me uncomfortable. First of all, who is benefiting? We know that Ayana, because it's through Black Trans Women's Inc., she going to get all her coins. Her. We're trying to figure out what she's going to be relocated at. Da, 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 da. She, we, we're, you know, I know what's going on with her. So well, she's hands on. It's right. very hands on. But the Tony McDay situation, because of what he expressed on his page, I'm very uncomfortable with them getting 200K. Very uncomfortable. It's not my money. I don't care. Do do what it do. But for for a, a trans person whose family did not support them in their life, for them to get this kind of come up 
based on their death and you she the person who was talking about Tony they said that he was living on somebody's couch like he was living with folks because his family wasn't fucking with him Oh, so what? What's gonna happen if they bury him? Or the, it better be sickening. It better be over. And they better not misgender him. And they and that could, be- and think about that. That's the potential too. Like if they didn't fuck with him in life or didn't respect his transition, they could totally bury him as a woman with this two hundred k of the community. Do you see that what I'm saying? That's shady as fuck. So that's one thing. But this is what makes me uncomfortable. Not necessarily that is annoying. But the fact that we got to be beat, raped, mm. or dead in order to get this type of financial support from the masses. Mm. That's very shady to me. Like every time I see somebody... Even that that dude who was lied and said he got raped by the U.S. Marshal. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ain't gonna be we ain't gonna be true about the shade. We 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 know the shade now. We know it was a stunt. We know it was a stunt now. So we could be true about it. He got all that money. Like we gotta be raped, beat, and killed in order for a motherfucker to sow some seeds in our movement. And they ain't even a movement. That's just memorial giving. Like, I'm like, I don't know. If it, it feels uncomfortable to me that we in order for y'all to actually give, we gotta be fucking beat, raped, and killed. I don't like that. That's uncomfortable to me. Cause there's so many instances where we need help when the girls are homeless, when the girls, when the girls need need help because they're in um domestic domestic abuse situations um when the um uh, like there's so many there's so many times where trans women black trans women or just trans women in general or trans men need help and they out they do ask for it they put up their GoFundMes and they don't get anything Mm-hmm. They get a little one two threes on the one twos, and bitch, if you fuck with the white community, you might get you, you might get your goal. You might definitely get your goal, <laughs> especially you- for surgeries. I only people who I seen successful in getting GoFund getting their surgery funded from GoFundMe is white people. I ain't never seen yeah. no black person yeah. get, and that could be a social economic thing. Yeah, but. And I ain't even just talking about that because I don't be giving to nobody surgery fund. I think that's kind of personal. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking about, um, and that's kind of me, maybe me being bitter because bitch, I pay for my shit. Pay for <laughs> but um, but you know, if you get it, I'll be mad. I'll be like, oh yeah, work. But I've never seen a black person that worked for the only white. I know some white. I seen one trans guy. He's pretty close to his goal now. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's happening, but. And he's white. I mean, no, it's no shit. He's black? Oh, yeah. oh right out. Yeah, I just haven't, I just haven't seen it. Um, and it's, I'm not tripping about, like, if you get it cool, but I, I just know there's positive programming that people need funding, and we can't get funded. It just seems, well, we got to go to the white folks and um, 
and they control what we're doing. Like they, like we can't, we can't, we can't just, because if we got donation for people, we can do what we want and be flexible of how we, you know what I'm saying, how we engage with the community. But when you get grants, you have to do it a certain way based on what the grant is telling you to do. And so I just want, I, it just, I just want us to, you know, if you're going to give, give to our life too, not just our death and our, yeah. our trauma. Like, man. It was like, our this while we here. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, y'all heart pour out when we get beat. It's kind of beat and killed. It just is weird to me. It's just, you got, this nigga done passed away and his family about to get 250K. That could have did so much. For him, for him, and why he was alive, and he was why there. he was alive, yes, and he could do so much for community. If y'all can go, yeah. if y'all can get two hundred and fifty k, that's a housing program. No shade. No shade. That's a yeah. you know that's a housing program that you can do for folks. But you already know what the what the family's gonna do. They're gonna give him his little one two, and they're gonna they're gonna spend the rest on whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. That's fucked up. Yeah, but. and I, that's how I feel about that. I I, I agree with you, Diamond. I feel like that should we should definitely get our roses and our fundings while we're here. And um, it's 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 very it, it, it's kind of hurtful to know that we either have to be wore the fuck out or uh, murdered in order for people to have any type of sympathy. Mm. Make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. I know this is dire time. It's like crazy shit going on. Folks are still out here organizing and protesting. So make sure you supporting them in any way that you can. Um, this is all around the country. Make sure that you are not adding toxicity to conversations. Let these people get their rage out. <laughs> um, don't Also, don't feel that you got to show up. Mm-hmm. Don't feel that you got to show up unless you feel like you want to show up. Don't yep. feel like you you don't need to be out there protesting if you don't feel comfortable doing it. COVID is still out on these streets. I'm trying to uh, think about this this spike that's not spiking. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to be trying to see and see what's going on with this because it should be a spike, but it isn't spiking like crazy. Um, like we I have two million cases now in the U.S. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm still optimistic, and I wanted not. I don't think it's a hoax, but I want it to be not as bad as you know. I wanted to, honey, we're gonna get out of here. Let us tear, let us burn shit down with freedom. Okay, <laughs> Rona, leave. Give us a break. Um, so, but don't feel like you got to be out here. Do your activism. Despite what Hope, the amazing Hope Giselle said, do your activism how you want to do it. Do your activism in the way that you can show up. Everybody is not privileged or everybody doesn't have the space to be out here on the streets. That is, that's a really uh, aggressive way to, um, you know, advocate. advocate and everybody ain't built like that. And so you know, do things your way, do things. And also, trans men, make sure you continue to tell your perspective and stories. And, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, 
be tender about Aww. how you say things, how you say things. I'm going to continue to be silent and just read them in silence. And Shady Lee, like comments that are calling you out. <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, say what you got to say. <laughs> and step up. Step up. When it's time to step up, get your ass out here. Take your space. And that's all I have to say. So I'll see y'all. <laughs> I got something to say before we go diving. Uh-huh, I've go been ahead. going to no more protests, no black trend, no Black Lives Matter protests. <laughs> I did my work. The girls went for me. I feel like I was gonna get wore out during the protests. If there's some gay pride protests, all black gay pride <laughs> protests, I'm here for a bitch. I'll be out there with my people. Until I feel safe in space who, this day. Who, who, all who, black who is your people at the gay pride that's not gonna wear you out? How? Who is your people at the gay pride that's not going to wear you out? You acting like cis gay folks is all old on our side. Oh, well, that's true, too. But for the, for the majority, they be, they, the people that be at pride, they be straight. Child, you y'all just was talking about last pride. I, Z was they getting the Yeah, oh, getting yeah. You're right. <laughs> Well, I know that I'm more safe in an LBGT space than I am in a cis head space. So, that's how I feel. That makes sense. Not for me, but I'm fine. I'm sure guys wish me luck. I feel safe in a trans space. That's true. That's true. (laughs) But LGBTs? Child, I got a, I got some, you know, we got a few friends, but I can't say if I go into a lesbian space, a, a full lesbian space, that I'm going to feel honey. Sometimes it gives very, girl, what's your My girl, this is not your space. Yes. And oh. I can't say that it's the same thing with the trans, with the, uh, not trans men, um, with the gay men, honey. Sometimes when you, honey, you'll get, Sissy to bag you down. Supposed to be for gay men. Yeah, they will give you they all kinds of honey child, boo boo kitty. <laughs> <laughs> they will give Bam you all Bam. kinds. You will feel like one old man standing there with them. <laughs> no. They will give you all of that, baby. Oh my god, Miss Diamond, girl, Miss Diamond, like you, like girl. <laughs> but Ms. see, Diamond I like girl. all that flamboyancy. Like, bitch, I'll come back with like, bitch, what's it giving, Miss Girl? How was your day? <laughs> that 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 ain't me. That I'm me. Auntie Fish. Get, treat me like your auntie. <laughs> your oh, church, man. your church auntie. <laughs> <laughs> do not be giving me. I don't want you to give. Do not treat me like I'm a film queen walking my ball. Do not give me that. I want you to treat me like your church auntie. I want you to treat me like your church auntie. That's bougie. <laughs> that's coming to Sunday dinner. <laughs> I do not want you to treat me like uh, oh Sanaya, baby. <laughs> I do not want you to treat me like that. <laughs> you can treat me like that. I give my life. I love uh-uh. to keep and 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 cut up with the girls. So, bitch, you can give that. But the cis women, I be feeling that I be side on this girl. <laughs> I like, I you give me the day hello, bitch, and I be like, girl. Oh, oh, miss no. oh, Miss Mia, girl, you look fierce, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss Honey. Yes, Honey. 
Yes, Miss Mia. Yeah. You're you're beautiful. You're fierce, girl. <laughs> Honey. Miss Mia. You you look I I couldn't even tell, honey. You look better, better than me. You doing it better than me, girl. <laughs> yes. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> you need to teach you need to teach me how to do my makeup. Who did your booty? Where did you get your booty done at? Give <laughs> me George, let me touch them. Oh my God. Oh my God. They feel so real. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're going to give. And yes. don't, give, don't give me none of that. <laughs> don't give me none of that. <laughs> because I'm going to look at you like you're crazy and say goodbye. <laughs> who, is, who is this? Who is this appropriator talking to me? In in the lingo. I've been doing that, like giving that look with that eyebrow raise, like girl, and what, and tip right on off. Yeah, I've done that so many times where I'm like, what? <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah. God. Well, anyway, <laughs> we will see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right. Oh, don't you worry about a thing.